0: asterisk sunny. There is a lot of speculation, but immortality is one of the primary goals in cultivation. Another one is solving whether they can reach the peak of existence and the ultimate power that comes with it. This environment and world can be very dangerous. These cultivators can change the weather, crumble mountains, sink islands, raise entire lands, and kill countless people if they wish to. Kimaria replied, can I start now? How do I do it? Asterisk sunny. The basis for cultivation revolves around your comprehension of nature, usually referred to as the Tao. This is a comprehension of something marvelously intertwined and overlapping at least three things. First is understanding the natural world and its phenomenon, the second being the natural laws within energies, and third is developing your own path in cultivation. These three are essential to being at the peak of any level at your cultivation level. Lacking any one of these will result in lower subpar quality in your energy, power, mind, and body. Kamaria's eyes were practically shining with excitement when suddenly her vision blurred and her consciousness slipped away for a second. As her eyesight cleared up, she saw she was floating off the floor and couldn't move her body. An invisible pressure she couldn't even think of resisting held her. She couldn't control any aspect of herself, not even to blink when she wished. Her body continued breathing by itself, her eyes blinked by themselves. The power was both completely overwhelming, yet gentle. She floated there, not even moving a millimeter from that position she floated in, nothing moved besides her body still breathing and blinking. She heard the cold and bitter voice of a woman. "'You! What did you do to my precious Drainioi?" The voice started out in a barely audible whisper until it grew into a low snarl that reverberated and crashed through her mind building up into an almost overwhelming vibration that threatened to drive her insane. This was the worst pain she ever felt. It was so awful she was almost immediately on the brink of insanity. Her mind was unable to focus. The sound similar to static from TV was all she could hear and feel, along with the indescribable pain. It was so awful that in her complete desperation that if she weren't immobilized she may have even ended it all by biting her own tongue off. It was that awful. Kamaria felt so much pain she couldn't think, and just when she felt she would die, it all stopped. "'I know you aren't my little one,' said the voice. Grothy felt such pain, nearly overwhelming grief, yet fury. She broke the rules on not seeing her child before the final results of the trial that the Chosen must overcome. If only she wasn't the chief of her auxiliary village with all her responsibilities and customs of the clan, she wouldn't have minded downgrading and becoming a common citizen and not having her child be part of the chosen of this newer generation. She loved her baby so much, she decided to not give her protection. She hoped this trial would help her wake up, even if it meant her death. Her future would only have been limited if she was protected. Even if she wasn't aware of the protection, it would still be too great of a splash in the oceans of karma and ultimately a blemish in her Tao if she truly decided to head down the path of cultivation. But her little one isn't there anymore. If it wasn't for the remnant emotions of her little Dre revealing that there was no foul play, or that she would hurt the body of her offspring, she would have erased this soul that dared occupy her child's body. With her skills in augury, she saw that little Dre accepted everything. That little Dre accepted her. That she was even happy. That maybe this person could accomplish her mama's hopes for her, but she was wrong. All I ever really wanted for her was her happiness. I admit that like any parent, I wanted you to crush all others and gain our family face and prestige, but it was only ever secondary. I'm sorry I called you a silly or dumb little girl. I'm sorry I tried to keep you from looking at those spiderwebs. I knew it made you happy, but I all the same chastised you for it. You never failed me, little one. I had my hopes for you. I was even going to forcibly take you away and not have you take these trials. I had the power to do it. Your father convinced me or I let myself be convinced. At the last second, you gripped my hand and said, Mama, I'll go. It was one of the few times you ever spoke. My heart shook and beat much stronger than when I was steeling myself to crush tradition and swim against the stream. If I knew this would have happened, I may have done it. Even your death would have been easier. Then you'd be resting within the trees and waters humming that special song you only hummed to the spider webs or when I held you, dear child of mine. That would be easier than seeing a stranger in your body, using the child I carried within.